This is the On Demand Law Office podcast, where we are dedicated to helping you create margin in your law practice. Our goal is to help you practice law with intentionality, passion, greater focus, and success so that you can lead with incredible influence in your office and throughout your community. This is a podcast where we discuss how to manage your systems, your people, and your office from the trenches. We are practicing attorneys facing the same frustrations as you, and we want to help you discover solutions to your problems. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 13 of the On Demand Law Office podcast with your hosts, Mike Lovell and Brandon Osterbind. Today, we're going to talk about workflow and how you can simplify your cases by predetermining the work that needs to be done. Today, we're going to give you very practical tips on how to manage your cases. We have uh, determined after uh, practicing a number of years that you need to develop a step-by-step practical approach to getting a case done. And the reason you need to work on your workflow is so that you can maintain accuracy, be proficient in what you do, and which leads to profitability. So each case, you need to do a step-by-step guide to how to get the case done. And that takes the mystery out of the practice of law. I think that's what uh, scares or frightens a lot of young lawyers these days when it comes to getting um, into cases and uh, appearing in front of the court and making sure that you have all your uh, I's dotted and your T's crossed. Well, if you predetermine what needs to be done in every single case uh, of this nature, then you take that mystery out of the practice of law and you become a better lawyer. Yeah, and that's exactly right. I mean, you, one of the biggest fears is, will I miss something? Did I miss it? And sometimes you don't even know what, well enough to know what you've missed. And, you know, you can get your uh, Lexus forms and they'll provide you checklists, which are a great place to start. But usually those checklists, um, they cover absolutely every contingency and you don't need many of those things. You know, a lot of them are exceptions. And so when you're doing the day-to-day workflow, you know, those exceptions may crop up, but usually they don't. You don't even really need to worry about many of those things or something mentally as the attorney to just check off that you should know. But these workflows not only help you be more accurate so you don't miss things, but it also helps you as you're building your practice to be able to teach it to a new paralegal, a new secretary, you know, or someone that can double check your work. Or if you're working with an intern, hey, this is this is what we need to do, double check this. It's a great practice tool. And it gives you more peace of mind, too. You know, one of the things that um, I, I do is I've, I follow the David Allen getting things done system. And one of his biggest driving points in his book is you need the ability to turn it off. When you go home and you're with your family, you need to stop thinking about work because you need to be present with your family. You need to be, be, be present where you are. But you can't do that if you have all these open loops in your mind. But if you create workflows um, that you can either use on paper through a tickler system uh, that he recommends, or if you can do it electronically in a case management system like I do, then you can take those open loops out of your mind, you put them on paper, and there is a process that is guaranteed to get in front of you when it needs to get in front of you, which means that the work is going to get done and you're not going to miss that deadline. You're not going to miss that statute of limitations. You're not going to show up in court with that one piece of paper having not been filed. 
And because here at On Demand, we want to be highly practical. We're going to provide you um, two samples, two sample workflows um, for what uh, for, and these are going to be Virginia specific, but I think they're highly adaptable. And we're going to provide them in PDF and Word form, so you can take these and um, adapt them, modify them to your own needs. But we're going to cover an uncontested divorce. And um, something a little more technical is uh, foreclosure. Um, I do a lot of these two items, and in order to stay on the ball and get everything done, I have developed um, workflows that help me get this done. And um, you know, you'll hear us here talk a lot about my case and technology to make you more proficient. But if you are not that tech savvy, getting tech. You know, technology without a good basis is only going to make your practice even more disorganized. You need to be organized at the ground level and then use the technology to help make you more proficient at what you're already doing. So that's why we're providing these, um, we'll call them uh, on-demand documents, to help you organize at the ground level. And then if you cho- so choose to use my case, which will provide one for foreclosure, what my uh, workflow is in, in my case, um, to, you know, which what I could consider advanced skills. But we're going to provide you these forms um, that you can download immediately to see exactly what we're talking about. Because on demand, we want to be highly practical. Now, Mike, these are your forms. And I'm looking at uh, the form here for uncontested divorces. Walk me through that. All right. Well, the first thing with any good workflow is getting the correct information in one place. So I have, with foreclosure and um, divorce, an intake sheet. And that's the first document you're going to see is filling out a great intake sheet. And I'm not going to go into detail, um, uh, you know, on the on the podcast, you can look at the documents. But um, for an uncontested divorce, you need names, social security numbers, places of birth, date, race, and this is um, employer's information. And this is all the information you need to complete a divorce. And it's laid out in such a way that you can cut and paste directly into all the appropriate documents. So every great workflow begins with a complete intake sheet so that you can have everything you need at your disposal immediately. And you said that you have this in Word and PDF. Do you send this to the client to fill out? So I do. I can. And depending on my client, um, um, I've had my secretary do it. I've had them come in and fill it out. I've forwarded it to them, and and uh, if they're savvy, they can type it out. It's very easy where they can just fill it out by pen or by secretary um, or type it in since it's a Word document. Um, I have the, the, the divorce intake. I always have, or any of these intakes, is the intake sheet is usually a, a one-pager. This divorce one that I'm going to provide also has additional questions of, I think, two or three more pages of additional stuff just in case you have a contested divorce. If it's uncontested, you really just need the first page. But uh, this does go into a little bit more detail if you need um, a contested divorce. And it looks like even for an uncontested divorce, if you're going to – I don't do uncontested divorces, but if you are going to um, do a property settlement agreement, you would still need everything on page two three and four. Is that, that right? That's right. And you know, all they can, they can actually put in, this is exactly what we want. I, then my secretary can take that and put it right into a separation agreement and send it out to the clients and they can um, execute that. So yeah, this is my, what I call an essential document to start is a good intake sheet. 
And then the next document is uh, entitled Uncontested Divorce Workflow. Tell me what that is. All right. So after your intake sheet, you need a workflow. It's, it's what documents need to be drafted to get this thing done. And it should be a very simple and straightforward, um, and it's a modified checklist. And um, I have at the beginning, it's preliminary matters. You know, what are the grounds of divorce? Is it, you know, separation? Is it, um, you know, is, are there grounds adultery and you check the box? And um, this is laid out so that me, a secretary, or just about, or or an intern can can go through this and um, quickly draft the documents for me. Um, and uh, before you file the final decree and things of that nature, you'll go through and check off: has this been done? Has this been done? Has this been done? Has this been done? That, that's exactly right, and that flows well. Once you do the check, we also have. Um, a, um, you know, an internal policy on scanning so that I know that once this is checked, it's also going to be scanned and sent to the file. So it's checked. It means it's been drafted, it's been scanned, and it's put in the file. It's put in the paper file and the electronic and file. And the electronic file. So, you know, and, and, it, and it is literally a step-by-step process, and you really have to think through the process. And it goes from simple letter to the clerk explaining what documents you have. Here's the complaint and attached documents. You know, in Virginia, we have a civil cover sheet that has to go with it. And then, of course, the complaint. Make sure that you've delineated, you know, whether you want service of process to be done by private, uh, the sheriff, or, you know, are you going to hand it yourself? And there's checklists for that. Um, and then it just goes by step by step all the different documents you need for an uncontested divorce. And, you know, there's not, when you look at it, all that many. Yeah. You know, um, 10, 12 steps. And this just makes sure that it is all there and it's sent to the client, it's sent to the cl- court, and uh, you can do it. That's so you'll see online the intake sheet, all that. You'll see the uh, workflow. And it's easy then to take that workflow and turn it into a workflow document in my case. Literally, you just type it out, stick um, check boxes next to it in, in my case. And have you, have you done that? Um, I have for both um, uncontested divorces and foreclosures. Um, this morning I did a screenshot of my one for foreclosures. So you can, you can see my – I'll probably have to edit some of the names on this one. But you can see my <laughs> workflow. It says open file, fill out intake sheet. That's step one. Draft substitute trustee, step two. Perform title search or have it performed and you know who's going to perform it. Draft and send notice of default. Draft advertisement. Send to newspaper. Draft and send notice of trustee sale. Draft and send notice to subordinately. And it's literally just it's a step-by-step approach. If you can boil your practice down into a step-by-step approach, it really shows mastery of that particular area. It makes it easier to delegate it too, doesn't it? Well, and that's exactly right. And that's you know kind of the purpose of this is that um, I wanted to, I had to train a couple new secretaries on this. I had several foreclosures pending, and so we sat down and I could give them easy step by step, and you know they they can break it down. Go do this. Okay, so um, using. Paper workflows uh, has worked for Mike, and uh, I use, and Mike is using now uh, my case workflows to drive our cases instead of our cases driving us, which uh, we've also done uh, in the past. But this is a much better way to make sure that your work gets done. So, in closing, I'll just encourage everyone to 
take a look at these workflows. And if you don't have anything like it, use this as a, an example for your workflows and your cases. And use this form, if you're a paper person, print it out and put it in every single file. If you're an electronic paperless person, then uh, save it in your, uh, your electronic folder or uh, convert this into a My Case workflow, which will also give you a screenshot of for your reference. Uh, with all that said, uh, this will be the end of uh, this particular podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what we're doing here, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, or if you want email updates for our show notes and our blog posts, go to www.ondemandlawoffice.com forward slash podcast and sign up on the right-hand side of the page for updates. We want you to participate in the conversation so you can either comment on the show notes or you can find what you can find at www.ondemandlawoffice.com forward slash podcast 013, or you can email Email us at ask at ondemandlawoffice.com. That's A-S-K at ondemandlawoffice.com. Mike, do you have any parting words? Just reminding the audience to seize the moment, take action, and shape your future.